joining us once again for k-pop cosmos i am your host freya and joining joining me once again is my co-host mark um, how's life been going for you mark uh life has been going pretty good uh, i can't complain too much uh one of the uh the beauties and the curse of doing this podcast is that my life is consumed with whatever subject we're uh, talking about <laughs> so i've been listening to a lot of 90s k-pop over the past uh couple of weeks <laughs> so yeah. that's pretty much where my that's pretty much where my head has been yeah. oh yeah sorry about that <laughs> no 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 like i said it's a beauty and a curse yeah oh it really opens doors to like groups even me like uh, i'm picking groups that i've never actually like listened to before so <laughs> yeah um but yeah um we are going to be talking about a first gen group and they're actually one of, if not the first girl group in K-pop. Um, and that would be SES. So, and they are... A girl group that was part of SM Entertainment, and they were the first SM Entertainment girl group. Like I said, I think they're one of the, if not the first, one of the first, because I know that a lot of girl groups debuted about the same year. But I don't know. Some people say they're the first, so <laughs> which is more accurate. Um, so the group was a trio, um, and it was Bada. I think that's how you say your name, Eugene. And show, um, and that is, I guess Bada's stage name was called C, which is the first S of SES. And it's not Cess because at that time they had this thing where they really liked to spell out the group's names, kind of like H O T and G O D. It's not hot, it's H O T. <laughs> so, um, and their fandom name was called. Friend, like I said, this was like early 90s. They debuted in 1997, um, and they disbanded in 2002, but then in 2016, they had a 20th anniversary debut thing, and they released an album and a concert that was very um, exciting for all of their fans. Um, so... Before we jump right in, what did you think of them, Mark? You know, I didn't think I knew that much about them. Actually, I didn't think I knew anything about them other than they were a first-generation group. Um, and I, I kind of started, I kind of started backwards. I, I went to check them out, and I actually started with the first video that popped up, which was the last video they made, um, the one when they uh, got back together and reunited for Paradise. Mm -hmm. And that video and that song blew me away. It was it's a five out of five, like right off the bat. I'm like, oh my god, what am I, <laughs> what am I about to get myself into? So um, yeah, I went back, I dove, like went all the way back to the beginning, started from the beginning, um, and I love them now. I like most of their songs are gonna wind up on a playlist for me. 
Uh, I think I think they're fantastic, and I love the fact that they that it's the same three members. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't no one left the group, no one uh, got replaced at all. You know, it's the same three people that started at the at the beginning. So uh, I I really appreciate that, and I love the fact that SM let them come back and do an album for their 20th anniversary. So my fingers are crossed for Girls' Generation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know what's going on with SM. I don't know if it's their new CEO or what, but they've been doing a lot of um, different things lately. Like, like you said, they they let them they let SES come back. Um, they they let Super Junior continue on um, being, you know, idols, which is very weird because most idol groups um, they don't last more than seven years, um, and it. I mean, because most, if, even if you think about it, like with American groups, uh, boy groups and girl groups, usually they don't last more than seven years. Um, they usually disband or someone goes solo and, you know, so it's really, um, I don't know. I, I'm going to just chalk it up to SM just doing different things because um, they like to do different things. They're... Uh, I don't want to go on and on about SM, but they seem to mess with the co like the formula for K-pop a lot. And I mean, they've been the top company, well, one of the top companies since the '90s. Like they were with the original K-pop, you know, company, and they're still up there. So I don't know. I'm happy they let them do it. I'm happy they let them um, do the concert. They they did really well. Um, I don't know. Did did you say you watched it? Watched the yeah, concert? I actually yeah. watched the whole concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were great. <laughs> yeah, they were great. And I didn't know that they were as young. I like. I don't know why I didn't think they were. <laughs> I thought they were so much older than me. But they're only about like ten years older than me. So I'm like, oh, okay, they're they're only in their forties. So like, mm-hmm. realistically, that's not that old. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, 40s, you're not even like halfway through your life at that point. So, you know, good for them. They they killed it. Uh, the concert was great. It was fun. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of hope they come back and do more stuff like that um, if they want to. I know a lot of them have like moved on with their lives and have kids and stuff. But um, it's I really liked it. Um, so about their music (laughs) because they are from the 90s and they disbanded in 2002 i think i think that one of the members uh bada sorry if i'm butchering her name um she kind of went and did a solo career for a little bit did you did you see any of her solo stuff Uh, i watched one of them uh and, and then i realized she made probably about uh god probably like 10 music videos (laughs) <laughs> like man, I don't think I have enough time to watch all of these. Uh but yeah, she is very prominent. Um when the group disbanded, her solo career definitely took off. Um mm-hmm. you don't really see a lot of uh when uh, when groups disband and or, or they you know they do do their solo thing, you don't really see that many artists in their solo umbrella put out as much content as she did. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. tell even just watching the videos and watching the concert, you can tell she was like the the captain of the ship like she was the main star um so 
yeah, I was very glad that that uh you know she was able to extend her career past you know past the nineties group and actually be a successful solo artist because she worked until God, I think let's see, they came back in two thousand sixteen. So I think she worked until about two thousand nine, maybe two thousand ten. So she was she was still pretty active. Yeah. Yeah, she was and um like I kind of always feel like this is why we have biases because um like I said, these groups don't usually last that long and then they kind of break apart and do their solo stuff, which is why um I think we mentioned in a previous episode that companies let even though the group is still together, they let these artists do solo work so that when the group does disband that they still they have like a solo following already um so they can just be uh, soloists and i feel like idols are more of like the stepping stone into the industry because um some of them become you know like mcs or they do their own shows or uh they um they do solo careers or they become actors or actresses so i was like i i just it's kind of like um I don't want to say intern. It's like the um, the intro. Le- it's the entry level position is to be an idol. <laughs> you know? um, so she did really well with her solo stuff. Um, and with this group being as old as it is from like, like I said, the 90s, it definitely you can see the progression um, from the 90s into the early 2000s. Um, and you can hear um, how the music changed just like how the outfits changed and music videos in particular um i don't know if it's just because music videos are old um or if it was just like a 90s thing because i was really young in the 90s i don't remember watching music videos or anything um but they all have that like weird (laughs) because even nirvana had this they had like um that that grungy yellow tint to it is that just from it being like do you know if it's just from like the video just being old and over time it just looks like that or was it that just like from or do you not know is it is it like from the film or was that purposely it's, done it's a little bit of both a little it's a little bit of both they are there's definitely a a a style uh to 90s videos kind of a almost like a filter, but more so the, the beginning of, of um, switching from film to digital. So a lot of those early digital cameras, no, they didn't quite perfect the technology yet. So there's a lot of uh, uh, trial and error, but they, they do all kind of have that, um, that kind of uh, yellowish or greenish yellowish tint to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it being like 20 years, years later doesn't help matters at all because <laughs> they were they were definitely not high definition at that at that point they were barely standard definition yeah okay so it, it is just a mix okay because yeah i i was noticing that i'm like why is everything so orangey and yellow <laughs> so i can't they just really like those filters <laughs> so yeah okay that makes that makes um a lot of sense um Oh geez, uh, shoe married a baseball or a basketball player. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going through. Uh, so um, anyway, um, is there like a particular song you like the best out of their 
discography or yep so yeah. out of the original ones as i was doing this research they there is a handful of songs that are like classics like i see mm-hmm. them perform them on shows and people like lose their mind like even in the concert when they brought back some of the old songs um yeah. you know you can that's that's one of the reasons why i wanted to watch the concert because you can get a really good a really good view of what the crowd loves like what's the big big songs when you have to condense it all into like a you know an hour performance so yeah one of the songs that i the first song that i listened to was paradise like i said and that was the last song that they released that song is amazing um and it's <laughs> the thing i love about it is, is that mm-hmm. they came out in the 90s so if you listen to any of their early songs it sounds like the 90s it sounds like very tlc brandy monica it has that very distinct st- sound their 2016 song sounds like a retro 90s song it sounds like when shiny or um or EXID does a song that, you know, like a retro 90s song. Uh, and because they came from the 90s, it fit them perfectly. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a modern song that has a 90s twist, but they're a 90s group, so it doesn't feel like it's that big of a leap. So uh, Paradise is number one. Uh, they did a, a song called Dreams Come True, which I found out was a a cover of a like a Swedish song. Uh, that one's that's like. The second song I listened to, that was a five out of five. But the song that blew me away, the song that had my jaw on the floor and I just sat there stunned for minutes was Be Natural, the song that came out in 2000. Because Red Velvet covered that song. And for the past six years, I knew that that was a remake, but I didn't know who, I I never bothered to look to see who did it. But I've known that song as a red velvet song forever and i love that song so when when the video came on and a beat started and the song sounded exactly the same my brain like exploded like i could not believe that not only did red velvet cover the song they didn't change anything and this song came out 2000 it's so good i was like stunned just absolutely stunned so yeah that was that was my moment of just like shock and disbelief for about uh, yeah. three and a half <laughs> yeah uh, be natural i was really shocked that they were the like original artists for that because i remember uh we talked about red velvet we talked about be natural because i really like that song too and i was like gee <laughs> i didn't know it was real like you know super early 2000s late you know from this group but it's like it kind of makes sense but yeah, it was. It also made me happy that it sounds exactly the well, not exactly because the voices are different, but like the mm-hmm. musically, it's the same thing. They didn't change anything about it. It was a full and just straight up cover. Um. Yeah, and that, and that blew me away because I know that uh, I, you know, I'm a, I like Blackpink, and Blackpink did a cover of a Wonder Girl song, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, two great things coming together. Um, but of course they they switched it around. They gave it that little Blackpink. Uh, flavor which is great made it cool it's still it's still wonder girls but it's still theirs be natural like if you take out the vocals it's the exact same song and the fact that i've been rocking to that song for six years (laughs) and not realizing it was from 2000 it blew me away it blew me away yeah uh, it's 
I freaking love that song. I, I added that to my playlist. I was like, oh, I got to add it. <laughs> I have the Red Velvet version. Now I just need the original version on my, you know, playlist. But um, I also, I actually really like their debut song, too, of I'm Your Girl. <laughs> That's got to be like, first of all, the music video was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was cute. It was very 90s. It, it like you said, it has like that brandy type of, you know, vibe to it. Like it's very 90s and you can tell immediately. Um, and uh, with that, I also really liked, uh, what was that other song's name? Um, I think I it was called Twilight Zone or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that song too. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I really like, I don't know. It, it, it kind of, I guess it was. Uh, their second single and um it was because at that point they were trying to do like we're more grown up at this point we're not going to be that you know the um uh, the kids you know little kids we're not little kids anymore we're adults um i guess they're in their 20s at this point um and uh, i guess the <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing at like the description of it they're like it's edgy it's like i <laughs> so sure about that anymore but um something else i really liked about them in particular is um because it was the 90s and i don't remember when this happened but i remember that people were talking about how um back in the day k-pop or just korea in general had a thing against hair colors which um it's kind of ridiculous now because you look at groups and you're like, oh, he has green hair, blue hair, pink hair, you know, purple hair. Um, back in the day, that was not uh, looked well upon. And you can actually see that with this group um, because they don't have crazy hair colors. It's all like black or brown. I don't even think people had blonde hair. <laughs> you know, they never had blonde hair except for their later music video and their concert because one of them had pink hair. But like... Back in the day, um, and it's just interesting to look at, is they weren't really allowed to change their hair color um, because I guess K-pop was still having its problems because with Soteji, uh, they talked about like how people were complaining that it was uh, bad for kids because it's delinquentish. You know, the breakdancing was shocking and you know stuff like that. Um, but then you look at it from you know today and we're like huh it's just like i don't know i like history so i like these looking at like how things have changed over time so it's very interesting because like all of their music videos they have um brown hair or shades of brown or black hair and you know i think maybe they had highlights like the streaky highlights that was going on in certain times but yeah it, it was very interesting did you notice that while watching their music videos yeah yeah i was just gonna say that you can't tell like exactly when the rain started to loosen up a little bit because like you said at the beginning they all had pretty much brown hair and then like probably around like 2000 or so you'll see like one with like blonde streaks or like yeah. or blue streaks and it's like whoa <laughs> calm down let's not get too <laughs> crazy and then like, you go a little bit further and it's like oh, okay now they're starting to 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 change it up a little bit um mm -hmm. and yeah and and I can I know one of them I know there was a point God let's see so it would have been hmm I don't know it probably would have been maybe 2000 where they they did a concept where they were on a boat 
and they all or no they were on a beach and they all had blonde hair like all of them <laughs> yeah like different shades but it was all together blonde and it was shocking so i was like whoa, 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 whoa. that's that's definitely a uh, a turn so I, it's probably around 2000 is that was when uh things started to to uh open up for them a little bit more artistically uh with their hairstylists mm-hmm. yeah and i'm i don't know i i like that they have more freedom now because <laughs> you get some interesting hairstyles um also when they debuted i don't think it's still the same um but their debut album i'm your girl sold over 650,000 copies um which put them in at the second biggest or second best selling album by a female group in south korea um i don't know if that's still accurate as of nowadays i think that was as of like 2000 15 is what the source says um but that's pretty impressive to you know even up until 2015 to be you know the second best-selling album by a female group in south korea um and from like 1997 and you're still like the top five (laughs) that's impressive um and it's i don't know if they had any well like i said 90s like first wave K-pop is kind of hard to research because it was the 90s and, you know, we didn't have people with their phones out all the time, you know, writing everything down and recording everything. So I couldn't really find um, if they had like scandals or anything like that. It just didn't really seem like it happened. (laughs) No, Um, I do know that they tried to um, they tried to break into uh, Japan's market, which we both know didn't happen until um, BOA came around in the 2000s um but they had two uh japanese albums one in 1999 and one in 2000 and then i guess they just kind of gave up <laughs> on japan yeah, I, was, right? I was reading something about how um how bada had uh fell during a performance during their japanese promotions um not fell but uh she was uh, she had exhaustion uh and a uh and yeah, I think she fell on stage during one of their performances and they wound up um, releasing other music videos off of that album. But the videos were all uh, clips like they didn't film any new music videos. They just released clip videos for the remaining single. So it sounds like the Japanese promotion era was you can see how they <laughs> they, you know, started in 97 and finished up in 2002 but they only have two japanese albums you know what i mean it's like this maybe that's not the maybe it's not the feel that they uh that they were gonna have a lot of uh success in so thank goodness for boa yeah and um yeah i mean without boa you know give credit where credit's due like um k-pop would not be where it is today because <laughs> it's hard to break into other markets. Um, and I believe the Japanese um, entertainment market is the second largest in the world with, you know, the, the Western market being the largest, but that's, you know, it, it, it's impressive that they tried um, and they were able to do two singles, but uh, yeah, it's at least they tried. <laughs> you know? And I, I like the Japanese songs. Um, it's it's just, it, you can tell it's kind of awkward 
um, at the time. I don't know how well they were in Japanese at that time because I don't know. It's, it, it's well, you, know, you know when you're listening to someone and you can tell that they don't actually really know the language and they're just kind of you know uh, just saying things and they have a weird way of saying things I, I can't think of the term they have a weird accent it, it kind of felt that way with their songs but they're still good like the um the reach out album's good and ever uh, be ever wonderful is good um honestly you know, uh, how long they I were around not, I, have, I have not listened to either one of those albums i they have so many hits in their on their korean side that that mm-hmm. alone is, is just that's that takes up a huge chunk of time I don't even bother listening to the Japanese albums, but I I do know that Shu is half Japanese, so I believe okay. her Japanese is pretty good. Yeah, I'm not sure about the other members because I'm not as acquainted with their uh, members. Like I said, I I didn't really know anything about them, but yeah, well, if she, I don't even know whose voice is whose. To be perfectly honest, I'm really trying, but I suck with names and faces anyway. So me trying to put a voice to a face is I'm not like obsessing about their group is it's really hard <laughs> for me um and like you said uh they had a lot of awards they have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen they they won 16 awards they even won an award back in 2005 i mean <laughs> they weren't even, uh, yeah. they weren't even a group at that time and they won an award <laughs> like that's freaking ridiculous i hope it's just i think that might have been uh vada's uh you know but yeah that would make uh, sense yeah so they've won over 15 awards um they were nominated for more i think they only lost like three out of all of their nominations um and this was uh before uh this was well before mama mama wasn't even a thing at the time um i think mama became a thing back in like second gen i want to say i think they've been around for maybe 10 years at this point but they won like golden disc awards and all the other awards um so they were picking up awards which is really impressive um like they were winning back things running like when they were rookies they were winning awards in like 98 99 they won awards every single year that they were active They are killing it. Um, so, but once again, awards don't really, you know, if you don't like the group, don't like the group. Awards don't mean the group's any better or worse than anyone else. Um, but yeah, I, um, I don't know. This group is very interesting. Um, I would definitely say if you like '90s pop era, definitely check them out. Um, I'm actually kind of like with. Um, because it, I guess we had the internet, but the internet wasn't how we know it today. Um, back in the nineties, it was <laughs> yeah, not it even was close. It wasn't even close to what we have right now. <laughs> Freaking dial-up noises still like trigger me. <laughs> like, uh. but uh, yeah, I I was just shocked at um because with how the internet was back then, it's just amazing how kind of in sync um other countries were with uh i guess the u.s because that's where we're from um and like the trends and stuff that was happening in the u.s especially with like music you think there would be kind of a 
a delay. Um, but it doesn't seem like it really was, at least not with, I mean, I guess there was because Soteji was like more of like the mid 90s, but, um, <laughs> but they caught up really quick when it came to music. Um, because I thought it was these 90s stuff would be kind of more like late 80s, early 90s sounding, but it just kind of sounded like. It sounded like Backstreet Boys, like the Backstreet Boys Millennium album and stuff like that. It, it was very interesting because um, how, like, how did the trends transfer over there? You know, like through well, TV. Know, but, but I do, I do mm-hmm. think that the uh, I do think that the the trends are a little behind there. Um, I mean, for the nineties, for the nineties, not mm-hmm. now. Now it's like it's instantaneous. But um, yeah, I do think the the, the the music stylings uh, did fall a little bit, uh, like maybe maybe like a year or so behind over on that side. But music travels in- instantly. Like they listen to like all of the new stuff. So the music aspect they get right away. The video aspect, the the stylings of it, it has the. Uh, I'm I'm sure it, they figured out a way to watch music videos from uh from um like girl groups over here, like you know even England like Spice Girls and uh. And a TLC, I'm sure they were able to just watch the videos and then go, okay, we have to make it look kind of like this. And then by the time they practice and get everything out, you know, it's like six months later, you know, America's already moved on to the next thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't know. It, it's so impressive that it was just a year, though. Because <laughs> I was kind of like, I don't know why, but I was imagining it being kind of like, um, Freaking uh, How I Met Your Mother with uh, Robin Sparkles, <laughs> you know, yeah. and like Canada's in the 80s and the 90s, you know, I uh, always kind of thought that back then it was more like that. And I know that um, South Korea was kind of in a, I don't want to say dictatorship, but it was like a, it was because um, he was president, but he was. Anyway, not to get political, but we kind of were in like this weird dictatorship in the 80s where all music was like pro-Korea, national, you know, pride Korea stuff. And so that's why I was like, I I thought they'd be more, I guess, behind because I don't know. I thought they were just kind of stunted, would have been more stunted. But um, like you said, it it was more like it was only a year. Um, Yeah. And and I would say like music or song wise, you 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 probably won't catch the difference that much. You, like it's a little bit behind the place mm-hmm. where you can really spot it is when they rap, like the rap at the beginning of uh, I'm your girl, <laughs> oh, yeah. which I love. But you, when you see these guys in their uh, snow goggles and their winter gear on stage, it's like, Ooh, you're. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the winter gear. I freaking <laughs> winter gear. Oh, yeah. You, you can tell, you can tell they're, you know, they have, haven't quite the fashion hasn't quite the fashion and the rhyme scheme hasn't quite caught up to where hip hop is in America, but it's it's great. It works great for them because it's very uh, uh, it's very accessible. You know what I mean? It's very like broad so that everyone can listen to it. Yeah, it, that's true. But um, something else that I, I guess I know when we're going on like the fad train, because I don't remember exactly when Britney Spears was a big, big thing. Or um, the Oops, I Did It Again video came out. But um, they have this, uh, SES has this music video. Um, did you watch the music video, You? <laughs> oh, 
Hmm, um, I don't remember. I watched so many music videos. I don't remember. I don't remember if I saw that one. Um, it's where they're all in white, and um, one of them has like the Britney Spears like pom pom in her hair on one side. Oh no, I don't think I saw that one, or not the whole thing. I might have saw a clip from it. Yeah. So um, it, with that, it just makes me. I think that came out in like 2000 and like. Oh, God, when did you come out? I think it came out in, like, 2000, 2001, um, which I believe Britney Spears was more of a did that pom-pom thing in the 90s. Um, so it, it just gave me that vibe. So it kind of stuck with the 90s sounding stuff a little bit later. Um, also, that music video was really weird um, because it, it was more, I guess, dance-centric, which um, also I noticed in their music videos, they're not really like... Um, the girl groups we know now were, and I've said it before, they use more, they're more like, not to be disrespectful, because I know that girl groups can dance. I do, I do. I've seen their dance videos and all that. But, like, for the most part, they make them do, you know, more of the arm movement stuff. Um, yep. They're wearing such high freaking heels. And dance, if you've never tried to dance in heels, it's especially if they don't have, like, the ankle, uh, it doesn't go up past your ankle, you run a high risk of, one, just either spraining your ankle really badly which a really bad sprain can be worse than a freaking ankle break or you could break your ankles <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um especially on those slippery stages and it's just a nightmare but with these group they, these girls um they're almost never wearing the heels they're always wearing sneakers because they're they're actually doing they're doing the same dance moves that the guys were doing back then did you did you pick up on that no, I didn't catch that at all. I only whenever I see them dance, it's usually like the uh, like a lot of the arm movements, <laughs> a lot of the stage placing and arm movements, yeah. not so much uh, like big choreography. Yeah, well, in this. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> but with this girl group, they um, they have they do a little bit more dancing, but it's more like if you watch old guy groups, they're doing the same thing. It's a lot of arm movements and they're not really. Um, dancing, I think the first guy group that really did like really nice intricate choreography was Shiny. We talked about them already. Um, Shiny proved that idol like guy groups can actually dance because previously they were doing more of the arm movements. They were hopping around in sneakers and things. So these girls were doing that too. Also, they're not putting them in like super short mini skirts. Like they're in pants and you know, you know. Um, which is once again one of those things where they were moving out of this uh, super, you know, conservative. I mean, they still are, but they were very, <laughs> they were super conservative in the 90s. Like, don't be over sexualizing this and this and this. Can't have weird hair colors. And it's one of those things like you start with first gen and then you just watch them progress and then you switch over to second gen. You can totally see when things start to loosen up. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to the U music video, like it is, um, I don't want to say fetish central. Oh, really? It kind of is. It is a very, um, I mean, it's more dance centric, quote unquote, (laughs) but oh, oh my gosh, I do not know what the crap is going on. Um, like she's in a business meeting. And the guy's not paying attention, and then she like grabs a hold of his necktie, and then the next thing you know, 
She's walking in with a Rottweiler and he's in the cage and they're throwing money at him and he's not wearing a shirt. And then <laughs> like, and then it goes to like, and then she lets the dog loose and it kills him. But um, <laughs> it's such a weird music video. Like, uh, and then the, the other one, she's doing her job. She's like a blackjack poker table and it's a bunch of cowboys. And then like, I don't know who came up with this idea but then all of a sudden she's riding a mechanical bull. At least you think it's a mechanical bull. But then it like zooms out and it's the guy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this music video? I was so confused. I was like, well, it's not anything explicit. It's like not anything sexual. But I was like, what the crap is this music video? And I think they, I don't even know what the third, I think she's like a journalist or I don't know. This music video is so weird. It's. Oh. <laughs> well, it, it came out it came out in 2002 and they disbanded in 2002 so there wasn't a lot of music videos that came out after this one <laughs> so maybe this is them going you know what this is our you know we're getting towards the end let's just go crazy let's just let's just try some things you know let's let's let's, let's, let's i'm sorry say that again <laughs> it's more like a yeah it doesn't matter it's like you're quitting your job and you're not going to use them on your like resume so you like throw stuff well, you know, you they've they've been in the game they've been in the game for a while, so it's time to prove, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that they, they are not the cute little girls that you remember from, you know, I'm your girl or uh or Twilight Zone. Like we're we're women now and we're gonna prove it. Yeah. It's I don't know. It it there I sometimes I feel like there's a limit. <laughs> you know, like uh and it, it was just I don't know. Music videos like that, I don't. It's funny to me, but it's not something I would like actually want to watch over and over and over again because it's just so. I don't know. I don't know if they meant it to be like a fetish type thing because I was. I know some guys who were totally into that sort of crap. So I just. <laughs> I don't know. I, they really wanted to break that girl thing. But here's the thing um with the girl groups you don't if you you can just do it i don't even know how to say it properly um <clears throat> but you can transition um from you know being young girls to being mature women but you can also like way overshoot what you're trying to do and then it just looks freaking silly and i kind of feel like that's what this was it's just a bit too silly um, with that music video, because, you know, they, they were dressing more mature. They were wearing like pantsuits and like the nice shirts and things. And I was like, you know, just transition, you know, uh, maturely because <laughs> you know? this music video just seems like, you know, what what kids think is mature. You know, you, you talk to a teenager and they're like, oh, this is what adults do. And you're like, not not really, <laughs> not really. Um, well, so I'm just- I'm pretty sure there was a team behind them. When I was watching the, um, I watched a lot of their comeback special mm-hmm. stuff um, with them reuniting for the 2016 album. And you realize there's like a board member or like a board group, uh, like every decision that's made for for these groups, you know, just like a table full of people who are, you know, the, the publicists and the stylists and all of that stuff and all trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be our next big move. So I'm sure someone higher up was like we need a, a rottweiler <laughs> on a leash 
cage and a guy in a cage and everyone underneath them was like uh sure it's more like someone watched a uh oh god one of those weird uh videos from uh say the early 2000s over here um because that rottweiler was like in every hip-hop <laughs> every hip-hop music like uh, music video ever from like the 90s and i it's I think it was just sometimes they need to just tell people no <laughs> with like the stylists and stuff because sometimes you just kind of watch it and you're like what were they thinking <laughs> what was this but yeah like their comeback um is the best example of maturity um because their outfits look great I'm really jealous of um I want to say who, who had the pink hair? Was it shoe? Um, she looks fantastic. Her shoes are amazing and I want them. Um, <laughs> they're so cool. And so, but they look mature women. They look like mature women and it's fantastic. And, you know, that's how I think they should do mature things, not overshoot. Cause it, I don't know. It felt off. It felt forced, but that's just me. And you don't have to. <laughs> um but yeah she's also rocking that pink hair it looks freaking fantastic um <laughs> sorry i'm not good with names and so plus they've very much changed in the you know years since they've been um a girl group let me see if i can figure out who the yeah, lady with the pink hair is if it's pink hair it's got to be shoe yeah I, uh, I think it's shoe i know eugene pretty much had uh I want to say like a like a classic look, but she pretty much had like a her style pretty much stayed the same. I mean, her hairstyles changed, but her her visual look kind of stayed the same. She yeah. was the one that was uh the one that, you know, was like, oh, we're coming back. Oh, I'm doing it big. <laughs> I'm going to do the girl group thing. She, that hair color looks amazing on her. And I know that Vada is the, the uh, main singer, so she's in the center. I like her hair, too. I like all of their hair. The bob's cute with the blonde. She's wearing the nice pantsuit. Um, I think this was at the MBC Music Festival. It, it, it's they look great, and they're backup dancers, and they're moving a lot more. Her freaking shoes. And, and the thing I love about it is that you see them, you know, perform, and they they're amazing. And you know, they're they're doing all of the classic '90s songs, you know, classic hits. Um, but they're mothers now, like they have kids, and it's so cool to see. That because, you know, when you're, you know, at least from what I can see, when you're, you're uh, a K-pop idol, you can barely date. Like, they don't even want you, like, out there with a relationship. So to yeah. show that these women can fall in love, get married, have kids, and still come back and not only, you know, still do their old stuff, but drop a new song that's still hot and, you know, as good as their other songs, too. Oh my God! I like applaud them. I applaud them, and I applaud SM for um, giving them that opportunity to do it. Because yeah. again, fingers crossed that Girls Generation gets to do it. Yeah, hopefully. I yeah. Well, Girls Generation is one of those girl groups that I actually like <laughs> a lot. Um, so yeah, I hope that Girls Generation can do their comeback. Um, I know that they Boa's still around too. So I mean. Here's to hoping Girls Generation does something um, as a comeback. And I I don't, 
even with all the, the scandaly stuff on that, I want all of Girls' Generation to come back. I mean, I know there's nine, but I, I kind of want like Jessica and everyone to be back. But that's just me being wishful thinking, you know. <laughs> that's right. You know, right. We, that... Their 20th anniversary, we 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 might see something happen. Hopefully, the the fact that there's still a quote unquote Girls' Generation name still under the sm umbrella like the group didn't completely disband and go to separate ways the fact that they're still technically a girl's generation on a label that gives me hope and keep hope alive yeah well hopefully sm keeps letting their groups come back <laughs> you know? um, hopefully they keep letting them come back um and i will say this and people can disagree with me but sm i'm, I'm sorry they have and always have had the best or some of the best vocalists in the entire industry. And, you know, there are other groups that have really good vocalists, but if you like compare them to the SM vocalists, I'm just, I don't know who their trainers are, but they're freaking killing it. Cause like you said, they they've come back after this highest and they can still like kill these songs. They're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mothers and they haven't, you know, at least not all of them have been singing. Um, I know that a couple of them are, but like, <laughs> they're still amazing. I was like, this is fantastic. Um, it's, it kind of makes me sad that they weren't at the SM um, family uh, New Year's Eve concert that they did for free on YouTube, which was awesome. Whoever is in charge of this stuff, you you know, your uh, customer support and like... <laughs> is just killing it when it comes to like uh just goodwill with customers and stuff and i I was a little sad because they had their um but they just didn't let them come back and do a little thing but then again the concert would be for freaking ever i mean it was long enough but uh, i kind of wish um yeah i'm very shocked and surprised that i actually like this group as much as i did um (laughs) because i was like Cause I was just looking for like earliest girl groups cause we don't talk about first gen stuff. So, um, you know, and I was like, huh, I guess I like nineties music a lot. More than <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's, um, they're really good. They still are really good. Um, I, they, I really recommend watching their comeback. Well, uh, their 20th anniversary is not really comeback, comeback, but their 20th anniversary stuff. Um, watch that entire that entire thing um is really good also they have been on some tv shows um <clears throat> like uh, return to superman with their kids and stuff so if you like that show check that out um so yeah, even that, though mm-hmm. that kind of blew that kind of blew me away too because i knew of i knew of that show return of superman mm-hmm. i didn't really watch a lot, a lot of it but i kind of knew what the concept was i didn't know that the um the episodes that have the twin girls, that mm-hmm. that's uh, that's Eugene. That, those are her twin girls. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea. That blew me away. It blew me away. Yeah, they they were also on um, they were also on Infinite Challenge <laughs> too, which if people like watching that, um, I there's so many shows I I don't um and. Like I said, even though they disbanded, they still went on these shows and I don't know, it just kind of promoted, but not promoted. 
<laughs> it's very interesting. And you kind of see that when you watch Korean TV shows, like they talk about like these these um these idols or these people, they're on it and then they bring up you know, back in my day when I was in this group, <laughs> you're like, oh, you were an idol. <laughs> like everyone was in an idol group. You're like, yeah, back in my day, you know, when I was in the K-pop group or, <laughs> you know, but yeah, they're, uh, you can find them and it's very interesting. And if you're a history nut like me, it's a very interesting in a different way that most people are like, you're weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, Eugene, it's, I don't know. I, I greatly, if you like 90s retro stuff, I would definitely recommend them. Um, <clears throat> and let's see, I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, I think they still have a website <laughs> on SM. Uh, <laughs> that was the that was the other thing that blew me away. If you watch their earlier performances, like their stage performances, they'll put an email address on the bottom of the screen for you to email them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, how old is this video? This is amazing. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, yeah, because they didn't have fan cafes back then. I mean, they eventually got them, but like it was more of a a fan cafe email account. <laughs> fantastic i love it i love it oh yeah it's so freaking ridiculous i think um okay so they have a uh a damn cafe um which is a fan cafe so it's not necessarily on sm but they still have one so you can join it and all that jazz if you want to (laughs) it's still up and running i think the last post was uh, the last post was back in 2016, but <laughs> if you want to join it, you can. Um, and they already say that their fandom name is called Friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. simplistic. I love it. It's just goes to show that they weren't really like into the whole fandom thing. Well, I mean, they were. K-pop's always had fandom names. It's kind of just crazy. It's, but they didn't have to really like be overly creative. It's like, I'm your friend. You're my friend. You're the friend group. You're my friends. You know, I love my friends. <laughs> yep. I mean, they were at the beginning of it. So, it, you know, it's kind of a, uh, you know, they're kind of laying a groundwork for what K-pop groups can do for the future. It's like, oh, well, they did this. So let's step it up a notch and do this. Yeah. It. Now I'm curious as to like what the, the boy band's fandom name was uh, oh <laughs> okay okay i don't get it but um yeah h-o-t fandom name white angels wow uh, <laughs> ah, the fandom color is white honestly i thought it would be something different but we'll get more into them if we ever cover them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Oh, it's very interesting. Um, I need to sit down and like really go through more of their music because we only have a limited time and it's still kind of hard to find. Um, but yeah, SES, one of the first, if not the first, K-pop girl groups. Um, 1997 to 2002. And I guess they actually became, uh, and this is active 2016 to 2017. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, their SM website's not up. Um, yeah, they're fun. Um, 
I recommend them, which, you know, girl groups is high praise from me. <laughs> so, <laughs> any final thoughts on SES? Yeah, you know, uh, my K-pop life kind of started in, uh, during the second generation or during the end of the second generation. So I didn't really pay that much attention to anything of the first generation. So I'm so glad that, that this group is, uh, that they're actually good. Like they actually have some really good songs and they actually laid the groundwork for what was going to come after it as them. So I would definitely suggest checking out uh, I'm Your Girl because that's just going to be in your head. You might as well just get used to it. Um, Dreams Come True is uh another one of my favorite ones and i noticed that a lot of their songs have the word love in it like a lot of them have one song is called love one song is called i love you one song is called loving you signs of love like the love story there's a lot of love in uh in their their song titles Uh, (laughs) so i would definitely suggest uh oh i love you is a good one too Mm -hmm. um and be natural uh because that song still is still blows my mind that that came out in 2000 um, it's such a and it's so unique from their other songs it's not a pop song at all if you listen to if you haven't listened to the red velvet version it's very smooth very jazzy um very slick it's just a really good song uh and their last couple of songs remember and paradise that came out in the 2016 uh, i think they dropped like january of 2017 even though it's their final songs amazingly good it really works for them so uh yeah those are my suggestions for ses yeah and i agree with your suggestions um i also um add natural in there of course because i love that song um and like i said if you're just interested in like k-pop like history um definitely check them out because it's like you said they they kind of set the groundwork for um girl groups um that came later and so if you like the history it's definitely a must check out um so you know i like them (laughs) so (laughs) and um so with that said i'm going to talk about a k-pop term which um that just helps you understand when people are talking about stuff if you happen to get into a conversation with people um and that word is hollywood um I, have you heard of that term at all yeah yeah i have the uh, hollywood wave yeah is how i heard about it so um so as you know of course um hollywood wave is um the term that is used uh, it's also known as the korean wave um it refers to uh, the rising popularity of korean culture since the 1990s um and it you can also it kind of um when i first heard it i actually misheard it i thought people said bollywood like bolly wave like the bollywood wave and i was like why what (laughs) because that's that's what they uh they talk about when it comes to um india like the indian india's hollywood is the Bollywood and so I was like why are they talking about India and then so then I was like then I saw it written I'm like oh it's Hollywood um but yeah it that just means Korean wave I think we're it, it also coincides with like the generations um I believe the first wave was in the first generation 
Um, and then second generation was the second wave. And now we're in the technically in the fourth wave, I guess, because um, we're in the fourth gen. But yeah, that's what Hollywood is. It's not Bollywood because apparently I'm stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's what that means. Um, so you don't get confused like me. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's your K-pop term for today. Um, so with that, um, thank you once again for joining us. You can always catch me on um, TDC, The Definitive Crusade, mm -hmm. where we talk about all things DC Comics related. And we're currently going over the future state comics for the next couple months. Um, so <laughs> you get to see me, you get to hear me be angry because, yeah, I'm not too excited. <laughs> what do you have going on right now, Mark? Uh, so. You can check out my show, Soul Wizard Podcast. Uh, every week, me and Joey and Aubrey, we get together and we discuss the world of nerd. Uh, we do reviews for movies, uh, new movies that come out. Uh, since nothing has been coming into theaters, it's mostly uh, Netflix and Hulu movies. Uh, we just did our top movies, uh, best movies of 2020, worst movies of 2020, and man and woman crushes of the year. Uh, so that episode is out. Uh, uh, well, by the time you hear this, that episode would be out uh, for probably a, a little while, and we'll be doing whatever the new Netflix movies are that are coming up, because uh, uh, that's the only way we can watch movies now is through streaming. Oh, uh, SoWizardPodcast.com is the website, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, definitely get at us. All right. And, yep, streaming has saved us all from boredom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys once again for joining us and have a good rest of your month. Bye, guys. Bye.